Hello, and thank you for joining us on Neurodiverse Noise. I'm here today with Nathan. Would you like to say hello? Hello. Tell us about yourself. What is your name? What are your pronouns? Maybe start us off with a fun uh, fact about you. I am uh, Nathan. Uh, I am he, him. Uh, I have autism and dyslexia. I enjoy uh, games and movies. Uh, like standard kind of stuff. I, I'm not that social. And that's that's about it, I think. What's your favorite movie? Uh, well, there's so many good movies. Uh, I really like... I really like the original Hunger Games. Those are good movies. I have seen the original Hunger Games. I think it's a trilogy. I, I've seen all the, those movies, and I really enjoy those. So what was your experience like in high school? Uh, my experience in high school wasn't really the best. Uh, it was not... I feel it was not a good environment for people with autism. It was very difficult and I feel there was no way of receiving help. And I think that's horrible. Was there anything in particular that made it hard or difficult? Uh, yeah, I think a main thing, and I'm, it's very hard to speak for all autistic people or dyslexic people, but for me personally, it was the time management and the homework side of things. That you go to school for how long? Maybe eight or nine hours, and then you're expected to do homework and you're expected to fit it all in. And like kind of like that and especially if the school has different events or things happening I think if you don't know that they're happening it can be very confusing and sometimes even like a little bit distressing almost I definitely related to that whenever we would have like a random pep rally it would be very jolting and I always opted out of those kind of things I don't know if they have those everywhere that might be an American thing pep rallies uh pep rallies I, I don't think I know what a pep rally is no I might but I, I'm not sure it's basically just a big loud group like it's an event at the school where it's big and it's loud and everyone has to go most of the time and they just celebrate football American football it's terrible and I hated them and I never went to one do you have any no, equivalents we... Yeah, we have like a sports week at the end of the year where it's like a lot of physical activities and it's it's very, very hiring. I imagine so. Did you have anything that you liked about school? Was there anything enjoyable? Uh, yeah, I feel it was uh, interesting and it helped like so with social to see like people in like their, should I say like environment that people could kind of behave not you know like and like actually like communicate it felt like you weren't talking to someone you were talking to like a person because if you were just talking to a person 
uh, like how I'm kind of talking with you like you know we're, it's casual but with school I feel you're you're able to get uh, a friendship by talking to the same people over and over and I feel school especially at the end of the year was a little bit easier and I kind of liked that kind of relaxation kind of feel or where it kind of goes like oh you've done a lot of the work already so it's kind of of course it's not free or anything but like it's it's a little bit, bit easier or it could be just preparing to, for the tests depending on how you look at it when did you first realize that you were neurodivergent uh i i'm not sure i because this uh, i was told that i have dyslexia when i was about maybe 14 and like about two years ago I was told that I had autism and then maybe almost a year later so like a year and a half ago was when I really started connecting the dots and finally seeing that oh I was struggling with this because of this or I was I like this because of this and it, it really made sense and I feel it made me a little bit more content with uh, my kind of personality. Did you ever tell anyone at school? Uh, no, I didn't. I might have told one or two people, but I was, it's, you don't know what reaction it would get. And that's a little bit scary. Also, if people spread the rumor or whatever, and it got out of hand or people are misinterpreting it, that, that could be pretty bad too. So I'm, I'm cautious like that. I had a similar experience in high school where I didn't tell almost anyone that I was neurodivergent. But as I got into college, which is secondary after high school here, um, it was it was really interesting to see how much people stopped caring once I got to like secondary school versus like the high school environment. Interesting, interesting. Did you excel in any subjects more so than others? Uh, surprisingly, not really. I, I excelled, well, you could say I excelled, like, I did a little better at history and science, but, like, not, like, in a drastic way. So I was kind of uh, okay enough at everything, and... A little, like, a little bit bad in others. I wasn't really good at languages or anything. But, yeah, it, it was a it was a noticeable downgrade from uh, primary school, which is something you might want to note, because I went to go and, like, get, like, 80% or whatever to, like, 40 to, like, 50%, like... I don't know if this is secondary school or high school or whatever you want to call it is like that difficult but it was and it was a noticeable challenge increase did you struggle with certain subjects more than others then I feel I did yeah I feel I struggled with math because you know the nature of math and I feel I struggled with 
subjects that had like a lot of practical kind of elements like wood technology because I I'm not a very physically strong person and I feel that making those kind of subjects mandatory uh in a place where people uh either like aren't like aren't strong enough or are afraid of the machinery or whatever is a very is a very like I would be I'd be really worried about that from like a te- teacher point of view that why would you want someone in your class not saying that I am to be like afraid of your machinery I th- I think it's a very weird choice to make those type of subjects mandatory that is really a strange choice. Did you teachers know that you were neurodivergent at the time of you attending school? Uh, no. Actually, a very, very interesting thing I need to note, and I, I think this like is very thing to note. Before it kind of got out that I was autistic or a, a part of the neurodivergency, they thought I was just an asshole. Or like, just I was just making trouble, which is not a good thing at all, because it's almost like when I was going to school, I, school was hard, and it was almost like if if I'm putting it and if I'm piecing it correctly together, maybe they're making it a little bit worse because they thought I was just making trouble by finding difficulty in some subjects. So I I have a very very like. That, that kind of, I feel that skewered my view of autism for a good while until I kind of figured it out. That is fair. I feel like school shapes our view on a lot of things. And when you're told that the traits of your neurodivergence are just being an asshole in heavy quotes, um, you do kind of have a different view on what that neurodivergent means, what that neurodivergency means. I, I can definitely see that. Yeah, because just adding to that I because from a parent teacher meeting I was told that I was basically at school just to get people the teachers more work and that I was I was they were almost like they were working around me not with me which I think uh, a teacher who works uh, like that should be qualified for the job but that's my opinion I agree. I think if you are not able to work with all kinds of students and all kinds of like learning types, you shouldn't be a teacher. I feel like too many people go into the profession unprepared to work with all sorts of students. You could also look at it the angle of that they didn't know and how could they know, but you could also look at the angle of like they were teaching me for four years and they didn't piece on together. That is true. I feel like Especially to just assume you were an asshole was very unfair. Because they they put me or put me sitting beside some of the more uh, rowdy or a little bit more of the I, I don't know is like bullies a strong word or not, but I was definitely put in an environment that was a little bit more chaotic than other people's environments, and I feel now in retrospect it was on purpose. Do you think, having had these experiences, you would ever pursue further education? I I feel no. I I feel that I I this may be an autistic traitor. Not I'm not sure, 
but I I really like the concept of knowledge. If I can learn something, I I I kind of wonder. But I feel this bad experience or this like two or three years of bad experiences have completely uh, destroyed any like will. Because why would I go through it all again? Like, Like I have kind of myself, I have like a skewered, uh, skewered kind of perspective because of those few bad years. Yeah, I feel like that's a really common thing with um, neurodivergent people. Is if you had a negative experience in high school, it kind of like turns you off from any sort of anything after that. It's why, like you said, why would I willingly go through that again? Well, I am out of questions. Did you have anything else you wanted to touch on? Uh, I, I actually do. And I, I was just thinking about this now. The whole tea kind of thing, I feel uh, for a neurodivergent person, I uh, struggle with PE. And I think it's partially the, the concept of PE and physical education. Because I'm not a social person. So I like play sports really and if I go to school and expect one day to like just know how to play cricket or tennis and almost to be expected immediately uh, and to be put in with other people who are kind of relying on you uh, I think that's like a bad environment and maybe even an unsafe environment I can definitely see that and I definitely um, understand that point of view I didn't personally I got out of PE due to the program I was in, but I did hear a lot of bad experiences, both sensory-wise and socially, from other neurodivergent peers oh, in yes. PE. That, I, I, want to, I actually want to touch on that since you said it. I feel another reason about PE that was bad is sometimes we would go PE outside and it would be really bright and like, man, like... The, the brightness, especially on only on some days, I don't know why, but the brightness destroys me. Like it, it, it's it's horrible, or like the, the direct light, because I can be walking or whatever, I, I could, and it'd be bright, but then like all of a sudden, like I just get like a horrible headache. Yeah, that's and a very I, um, that's a very unsafe environment to put a kid in or any any student is like an environment where they're not it's not sensory friendly and it gives them headaches yeah and i feel pee i know i'm kind of uh talking about pee a lot but i think especially like competitive sports like let's say football or uh basketball I feel, let's say if you're put with a team and like you don't really know how to play or you don't know how to play to the level they expect you, I feel you, by failing or not doing, you could like, your teammates could get angry at you or annoyed at you. And that might lead to outside of school. And I, is, well, it it probably won't, but the, the thing is there because people get competitive about sports so I, I think that's another like thing of people should be cautious and personally I think school is a very like a lot of people or at least from the media I don't like school so 
and we're getting the technology at least that in the next couple of years maybe the couple next couple of decades we could slightly change the school system so i don't know how much more people would have to go through school but oh it's so disheartening to see someone i know or a family member go to school for the first time because i'm like oh like you know it's it's almost like a cruel cycle almost even with the whole you go you go out to school for summer then you come back and it's it's a really cruel cycle but that's just my opinion yeah i definitely agree that um with the technology that we're developing we should make changes to the school system and we should make the changes that are necessary to accommodate students and like make students more willing and able to learn and i do get that anxiety when i see other people that haven't gone to school previously going to school especially like where i live currently because i know that my younger brother is probably going to get bullied and i know he's probably going to do poorly in certain subjects so i have that fear and anxiety of like well, what's going to happen to him if he does do poorly in like sports or like what if that kind of thing so there's a lot of what ifs and i definitely understand the whole dreading uh, other family members going to school yes i i can see where you're getting at and even worse it's not like let's say oh they might be bad as a subject sure like every nobody's perfect everyone's bad as a subject but they have such a high demand where like it's almost like if you're not a professional or at least if you don't research anything like you can't excel like if let's say i did let's say a subject like geography or business and i'm i'm not good at geography uh but i feel if i wanted to do good at the geography class i'd have to get geography books in my spare time i or watch geography uh, like videos or whatever because I feel the demand is so unreasonably high for students who might even be interested in the subject to get a passing grade is is absolutely insane yeah I definitely agree that they do have very high demands when it comes to what is expected of you to get the good grade and then when you don't get the good grade it's almost treated as if it's a behavioral issue as opposed to an actual you don't have the knowledge yes. yeah 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 yeah, is I I a hundred percent see that because I it's almost like the I this is more from like the younger school, not like the high school. But I feel especially in the younger schools that grades are more like a almost like a rating of character rather than a rating of knowledge. Yeah, I agree that it, my point of view. Yeah, I definitely agree that it tends to skew that way where it's felt especially with the younger kids. It's like, "Oh, you get a bad grade for not sitting still." And it's like a lot of the times the kids that can't sit still will get in trouble or the kids that can't like aren't learning at the same pace as others will get in like trouble, but when it's not like something that is actually a behavioral issue, it's just school isn't accommodated to that student. And you want to hear the worst thing why about that? They never ask why, or they never ask like why or like how. But let's say, as you said, let's say if someone doesn't sit still, they won't ask their parents why they don't sit still. They'll just assume it's because of this reason. Like as I said, they didn't 
they didn't they assumed why I was hard to work with because I was old or mean or whatever but they didn't ask like oh does he have uh, any issues or or, or oh he's failing this language it must be because he's like chatting with the wrong people or it could be that he's struggles on the subject I I feel that teachers to a basic level should research about students at least to a teeny tiny bit of level uh, about like their actual like home life because let's say if the par- let's say if someone's a bully and then their parents say that they're a bully or a menace or whatever that would kind of make sense but if someone's a bully and they're not a bully at home there, there might be there might be something wrong or maybe it's your perceiving them as a bully like it's it's very hard for me to explain but I kind of have an idea of what I want to say about that if you if you got my view yeah um I also think that teachers should get some sort of training on neurodivergence in general because there's a lot of times that teachers will call any hyperactive boy like say they have ADHD but then any hyperactive girl she'll just be misbehaving so I feel like it's definitely should be taken into account what are the actual traits of this neurodivergence because specifically with ADHD which is diagnosed traditionally very young in boys and not in girls it's like you should know how it presents in different people and different situations but you also shouldn't jump to that conclusion because I feel like a lot of teachers also do that at least here yes yeah because I feel jumping to a conclusion can also be dangerous for the child that is also true yeah and I feel with the whole mental health kind of thing and or like uh, neurodiversity kind of learning I feel that they always have one teacher to do that but I feel that teacher isn't really good at it normally I I was actually uh, talking with a friend uh, IRL a few days ago and they were saying that in a past school they, they knew someone who had I think it was ADHD or something and they said it's almost like the, the, the special needs teachers like hated the job or didn't actually know anything about special needs I, I think that's very very dangerous to hire someone like that yeah, and it's it's so sad because a lot of the teachers are overworked and a lot of the teachers aren't paid enough, but that's also not really an excuse on the teacher's part to not be good at your job almost. Like, I expect a certain level of effort to be coming from teachers that work with students that are neurodivergent or have, like, a disability, but then sometimes that teacher will also be, like, the teacher for something else and the teacher for another subject. So it's like, you really need to... Yes stop overworking teachers school system <laughs> yeah i i also feel you could you can look at this as a different angle that let's say you do know someone's neurodivergent and they might you might you mightn't see them for a year or another teacher might be assigned and you see them next year you you might like honestly like forget and i think people honestly do forget and I think if our teachers told them they forget, like, I don't think 
that should be that bad but I feel most teachers forget too often yeah I do feel like there is an an upstanding amount of people that are just like that will hear about someone's neurodivergent one day and then like the next day they'll be like why are you acting like that in class and it's like you know why you know what my accommodations are why are you treating me as if like you like it's one thing to forget but like you said it's one thing to consistently forget it's a different it's a different story i have actually another thing to add i have another thing to add actually when the teachers i can remember was this at the early at the more early stages of the teachers finding out or at the more later stages i'm not sure i can't remember but i feel it was maybe maybe the teacher said something to some students i'm not sure but it was almost like i was being treated differently on the level of my uh, classmates or peers that i i feel it was not like the teachers were told it's like almost the select people were told as well and it was almost like i i have actually never felt when some like i felt some students were talking to me and i actually felt i i've never felt more like talked down to by like an, another student like at, at that kind of like month i don't know why maybe it was just because they were like i don't know like as i said i i don't know but if it would be really weird it would be really weird if the teachers also told some students I, I don't know like or maybe the students found out I, I'm not sure but it was a very it, for a few few weeks I was treated like very awkwardly and it's a little bit distressing almost it's one thing to say that oh this student has neurodivergency and it's a second thing to not teach what it means like to the other students or peers because uh, slightly unrelated because until I got diagnosed i did not actually really know what autism was on like uh like basic level they should probably should teach that in school actually they definitely should they should teach about different types of mental health and also neurodivergencies because you're going to interact with people with mental health issues you're going to interact with people with neurodivergency and like if you don't teach those kind of things in school and you just kind of throw that label on a student then they're going to be ostracized from the group or they're going to be bullied for it or they're yes. going to be yes. just in yes. some sort of distress over it uh, i i was just going to add this uh, i think you said it, uh well also i think you said it, yeah i think you said it well also but i feel uh not just school but like the the human race entirely have a has a very big problem with it's always them versus us so let's say someone doesn't know what autism or ADHD is and they all they know is they don't have it and they talk to someone who does have it it's almost like for a while they don't see them as a person a me or at least not immediately they see them as a autistic person or an ADHD person or a person with OCD uh like i feel it's a very like dangerous outlook and i feel too many people have it and i'm i'm not immune to that either 
because I'm sure in some situations I would have lied to me too. I definitely agree with the fact that sometimes someone will find out that someone's neurodivergent and instead of seeing them as like a three-dimensional person with like interests and all these things, they'll see them as the label and then like the caricature of whatever label is placed upon them. I definitely have seen that happen and it's really upsetting when you know that all of this could have been avoided if they had just learned about what neurodivergence was in school. Like, if they had learned younger, if they had figured out, like, if they had had autistic friends that were open about being autistic, something like that, like, their life, they could have been so much kinder or, like, more open. Yes, yes, but on the other hand, expecting people to learn something is, like, really, really hard. So I think it's better if people know like what it is so just purely because stereotypes so stereotypes don't arise because i i blame the media for arising uh stereotypes especially in autistic people but i i think people should and schools should learn about uh neurodivergency and maybe even mental health problems as well because they kind of go hand in hand in if you're like looking in that kind of way I guess but then you have to trust the schools that they won't butcher it so it's a double-edged sword really that yeah you're learning about like let's say autism or ADHD but are you really trusting them to tell the students 100% correctly what it is or are they also going to rely on what stereotypes arise in the media when I when I think about it like that that's actually really like that's accurate to what would probably happen considering the fact that when we did learn about what minimally my class was taught about mental health it was all stereotypes and it was all like sometimes people who are depressed are sad and it's like it's a very (laughs) surface level of like what things mean so i don't necessarily trust schools to give correct or like in-depth information It's, it's also really hard because I'm not sure even the professionals know what autism is or ADHD. I think we know what they are to a very, very basic level, even like the most professional people. So it's very, very hard to teach something that a lot of people doesn't even understand on a basic level. That's very true. I feel like even the professionals have a preconceived notion of like what autism looks like or is, and then they're not willing to change. And then that leads a whole generation of other people not willing to change or not willing to adapt. So yeah, I definitely can see that and understand that. Uh, hmm, I think that, unless you have any questions or anything to add, I, I don't think I can really think of anything else. Okay, uh, well, I can wrap it up if you'd like. I really appreciate you being on today. Uh, Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, have a great day, night, afternoon, everyone. I will see you in the next one.